Welcome to the story of writing, a look at writers and written work, how they made history, and how they changed us, too. Today is June 10th, 2023. I'm your host, John Brown. A warning that this next item describes an instance of mass hysteria that had fatal consequences. On this day in 1692, Bridget Bishop became the first person executed for alleged witchcraft in the Massachusetts colony village of Salem. She had been found guilty a week prior during a one-day trial where she had no legal representation. We have many details of the trial from the writings of Cotton Mather. He was a Puritan cleric who defended the witch trials. Bishop was found guilty after judges heard testimony about her shape somehow pinching, choking, or biting them. Mather also wrote that Bishop repeatedly struck down her accusers only by looking at them, and that she revived these victims by touching them. Mather went on to suggest that there was no need to prove the witchcraft charges against Bishop because it was, quote, evident and notorious to all beholders. Extensive historic research offers a very different perspective. Three years before the start of the witch trials, the British monarchy declared war between their American colonies and those of France. Military battles raged from northern New York to Quebec and Nova Scotia, and this forced large numbers of refugees to flee the fighting. Many of these people made their way into Salem and nearby communities, where they met religious extremism and unknowingly stoked xenophobia. It was in this panicked atmosphere that paranoia spread and intensified into an epidemic of shared anxiety. And then the woman enslaved by Salem's ordained minister claimed the devil came to her and asked her to do his bidding. She also said that several other witches in the area wanted to destroy the Puritans. Accusations flew, incriminating around 200 people. 20 of them were executed. This lethal form of mass hysteria is not a historic relic. Human rights activist Leo Igwe recently started an organization in Nigeria called Advocacy for Alleged Witches. He says an accusation of witchcraft in some parts of Africa is essentially a death sentence. For anyone interested in hearing more about this issue, I strongly recommend the Witches of Scotland podcast. In the latest episode, the host, Zoe Vendatazzi and Claire Mitchell, talk about their campaign seeking justice for people accused and convicted under the Scottish Witchcraft Act, which was in effect for more than 170 years. In this same episode, they interview Leo Igwe about recent witchcraft accusations in Africa. And on June 10, 1935, Dr. Robert Smith took his last drink and, with Bill Wilson, founded Alcoholics Anonymous in Akron, Ohio. And it is the birthday of the man who sang Smokestack Lightning, the singer, songwriter, and guitar player Chester Burnett, better known as Howlin' Wolf, was born in 1910. He was, and remains, an icon of the blues. He stood well above six feet and weighed close to 300 pounds. A fellow musician said, No one could match Howlin' Wolf for the singular ability to rock the house down to the foundation, while simultaneously scaring its patrons out of their wits. It is also the birthday of the man who wrote the novel Herzog. Canadian-American author Saul Bellow was born in 1915, and went on to win the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1976. 
Today's reading is an excerpt from Herzog. What good, what lasting good is there in me? Is there nothing else between birth and death but what I can get out of this perversity? Only a favorable balance of disorderly emotions? No freedom? Only impulses? And what about all the good I have in my heart? Does it mean anything? Is it simply a joke? A false hope that makes a man feel the illusion of worth? And so he goes on with his struggles? But this good is no phony. I know it isn't. I swear it. And that is the story of writing for June 10th. Thanks for listening. Tomorrow we celebrate the man who became the Waco Kid, Willy Wonka and Frederick Frankenstein. Grab some beans and snozberries because it's Gene Wilder's birthday. What writing has changed you? Please let me know at storyofwriting.com. Dot com.